broadcasting live through Luda the Beacon in the basement of the Stalwart Fortress. This is Wagdai Weekly, the show that covers everything about Wagdai, the interactive fantasy adventure that combines rich lore, role-playing mechanics, and a community of creators that bring the forsaken lands to life in an immersive game where there's only one true constant. We are all going to die. I'm your host today, Josiah. Um, along with some speakers up here, we got Poof and Brennan. But speaking of we are all going to die. It's been documented we have the first fatality of the Headless 18 plague. King Offling is uh, presumably dead. Poof and Brennan. What are you guys thinking? Oh, hey, I'm unmuted. I don't think I did. That doesn't seem like something I would do. I was like, wow, this is very quiet for Brad. Yeah, I was like, this is great. He invites us up here and then just permabans us. Um. I was out last week, so can someone catch me up on what happened to King Offling? He did. <laughs> How? He's locked in the I, I saw that he was infected by the spores, but then... Um... Yeah, so he's creating... No, like he's, he's dead in real life, sorry. Literally, his token and himself are both dead. Oh, wow. It's like that soulbound thing that Azuki did. He literally does have an infection, though. I think COVID, he has COVID again because he keeps doing these LARPs where I guess no one's vaccinated. So, um, <laughs> but what? he he actually is not feeling well. Um, he had shared in real life. Uh, so, you know, Wagdai doesn't really just stick with uh, the virtual world. It also kind of bleeds out into the real world. Um, I guess... Uh... Art imitates life kind of situation. Yeah, exactly. A lot of people die. It's dangerous, huh? <clears throat> so let's go through. Yeah, let's go through the LARP. Of yeah. It, okay. So um, he put out a series of videos. That I was kind of surprised by how uh, how quick fire these were. They were back to back to back. So his his earlier one, Dilbert, which is the um, the squire of the stalwart, he uh, he bakes a pie and he uh, goes. In the morning, I guess King Offling eats pies in the morning, which is, I, I don't know. But uh, he delivered it to him only to find that he was infected with the uh, Headless 18 Plague. Um, he then dies, I think, pretty quickly. Um, he's entombed and Dilbert's setting up the funeral and he's sending out messengers. You know, the king is dead. The king is dead all throughout the land. And then... Um, it ends with a plague doctor arriving at the scene. So I, I think the biggest application of what this means is there's a site he created, funeral.kingoffling.com, okay? And it showcases his two videos thus far. There's a timer and there are links there. But I think more interesting to you folk is that there's a contract, right? And so I don't know anything about the blockchain, but w- w- what is the contract about you guys? Um, I don't really know much about contracts, but I did see that it does trigger a spread event. 
Okay, so what? Like, we know on Fate of Wag Dye, you know, there's the spread, right? You can burn your mushrooms, and then it infects random Wag Dye. So are you saying that he has integrated his contract with that one? I believe so, um, because it says that once his token, like, gets officially burnt, which is, I believe, at that 100-hour mark or whatever it is now, um, I believe it initiates a spread. So what's... Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Howdy do, oh, howdy do, how's everybody doing? Hey, we're talking about spread of uh, plagues and, and spores, so I think you've just been infected by being up here, but... Are you serious? No, Yeah, please. most likely. Damn it, dude, please don't infect me, because then I have to kill off that character, and I'm not ready to, like, die. We'll do that later. <laughs> <laughs> At least not my Valhalla, so... don't infect my Valhalla. <laughs> mm, it might be the cross. one that needs to die yeah it definitely is um sorry <laughs> um but i think uh so what i understood about the contract is that and i just blindly like i'm so impulsive i just blindly participated without really knowing what to do what i understood is that the contract can spit out or deploy mushrooms or spores similar to how a player would. So like if you've been following along, you can go use the mushrooms and either infect someone specifically with some ETH or uh, send them out to just anyone randomly. Um, it looks like there's some means where they can spread. Um, so I was just randomly, it seemed like people were sending mushrooms to the actual contract. I'm not sure for what purpose. So I was just sending some out well, there. the main account invited people to. Oh, okay. Is that I actually, did that actually happen? I just thought someone said, oh, we're sending them well, to no, here. Well, no, King Offling made it part it. of his lore, and so there's a tweet. Oh. Let me try to find it. Um, but basically, <clears throat> uh, there's a tweet where in his dying body, um, and it kind of resembles, like, uh, what I think I did with uh, Astaroth, or, like, the Monarch, was that I said that he was encased in the monarch's tomb, which was a direct reference to the monarch token, and that um, gave us the glutton bones, right? Um, King Offling, what he just did was he sent one of his mushrooms along with the infected uh, King Offling corpse, but I don't think he sent it to the dead address. I think he might have sent it to... It's in the coffin address. The the contract that he created is quote unquote the coffin or the into the tomb. Oh, so I that's where about, it is I, right I now. I don't know about that. What 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 is a coffin? So well, so that's like the the story that he's developing is like he he is having a funeral for King, and currently King is in the coffin with a mushroom, and that's the contract that like is being interacted with. Yep. So even uh, in in the, the the tweet pinned on the top, right? It has the address there. So poof, you were saying like the so the main account did invite people to send mushrooms. Rockster three actually sent the first one. Um, then King retweeted that. Then the main account went ahead and retweeted. And as of now, there are forty strange mushrooms in that. Forty. Yeah. Yo, I'm about to I'm about to send all of mine to to there. I sent all, almost all of mine. I saved like two in case I wanted to get to, to the tomb. To the tomb. 
contract? Yeah, I sent almost all of mine except two. Like, I think I sent like seven. So there must be a lot of other people who sent I'm, them. I'm gonna I... go have to go touch some more corpses because I still got <laughs> I still got a few of those. Just wear some gloves. Okay, let's see. I several other notes I know about the contract. Okay, that um, so obviously it holds NFTs that are sent there. There is no way of getting the NFTs out of it. Um, so obviously the King Offling token is in there and there seems to be only one function on the contract and that's burn offling. Um, apparently anyone can run it. Does that sound right? Like anyone can execute it? Yeah, after the, after the timer goes off, right? Yeah, the you're right. Does the timer come off? off. Anyone can run it? Anyone can run it. It's going to kill King and spread all those mushrooms that you guys sent to the contract. That's all. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. <laughs> when can we do this? Can we do this now? <laughs> no, when the uh, timer elapses or whatever the time. Who's stopping impulsive? Oh, where, when's the timer? Um, I think you go look at whatever he put on the contract. I think I it's tomorrow's space. I think it, it ends at tomorrow's space. Or, I mean, sorry. Oh, yeah. Hours. Hours. Four, yeah. yeah, so it ends on... Thursday at 5 p.m. PST. Okay. Does that make sense? So during the space, he's that's why the funeral, you know what I'm saying? The coffin's going to burn, right? And then the sports are going to be spread. Um, At least that seems to be reasonable uh, to assess. That makes sense. That makes sense. So we do have the official community spaces Thursday, April 20th at 8 p.m. Um. But it, it looks like, yeah, the contract is set to go off or operate at 820. Okay, so we might have some some dialogue, some filler, some eulogies from Dilbert or whoever. King had Probably. mentioned that we, uh, in order to participate, uh, you would uh, stake at the stalwart. Wait, so, okay, wh- when, the, when, the, when the coffin does go bada boom, okay, and the 40 mushrooms spread all over the guests, like... It, but you don't have to be staked there, right? Like your your wag die can get contaminated, even if he's like at the uh, at the hags hut. You know, sorry, uh, I don't know. if I'm cutting anybody off because I I feel like I I couldn't hear you there for a second, Josiah. Did I cut you off? No, go for it. Um. So wait, I, I I missed the part. Did, did you say, Bus, that we have to be staked at the stalwart? He portrait? he had said that, but I don't really see. I didn't see anything in the contract that like requires it, and that would like so, have to implement the other contract, wouldn't it? I wonder if people. Uh, yeah, I wonder if there is a second contract, and people that are staked at the stalwart are actually saved for once. Because, you know, that's, it's like a, it's a common occurrence that every time we stay, we die. That's so, what I was going to say. Like, is there an integration where it's actually the attendees who are spared from the spread? No. No. <laughs> just straight up. No one is safe. Your your amount of is going to get affected from his funeral. Brandon's just like everybody. <laughs> Everyone can be affected. The only ones that aren't are the uh, selected few that the chosen gods have decided not to infect. So you mean the, you mean the seventeen? Well, and the ones that have metadata updates like Merlin here. 
I mean, how are you going to get the vaccine, y'all? Like, I don't know if we got... Who's working on the vaccine? I don't know if there's going to be a vaccine. You killed him. Justin Healer had the vaccine. You killed him in the war. No, I think that's... You killed him, excuse me. I didn't do the war. That's a scientist, and he might emerge. Um, I think he comes from Logan's. It would make sense, right? Well, I, yeah, I like how you know, there was the uh, there was the lore there was the lore conversation last show, right? About you know that the 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 um, last official spaces were talking about how the origin of these spores and spread came from the primordial lands, right? And there was the idea that Pu in creating that kind of protective dome and glistening wall was, you know, keeping those spores isolated from spreading outside. Right. That's that's not what their purpose was supposed to be. But it, inadvertently, it seems like the Lost Pilgrim kind of carried that plague out with them into uh, into where Logan's Druids could get a hold of it and work their alchemy. And I mean, that's why I think we yeah. should quarantine all the infected into the primordial lands. That's a good idea, Buzz. That's a great idea. Who's infected? Itty, Itty get yourself, <laughs> get yourself <laughs> out, out of here. You leave the space. Is All right, there... if you're not infected, clap. Oh, Itabashi's infected. Well, we can see that, actually. <laughs> Merlin's not. So, We're the only ones. Here's, really here's the funny thing, is that Astaroth was actually born out of uh, the glutton bone falling in on, like, the basically the edge between the primordial glands and... <laughs> primordial glands? The primordial lands and the Forsaken Lands because of the glistening wall. So, you know, there's always weird things that happen in the Primordial Lands and on this for referrals. Bones can turn into stone and can turn into swords. I'm glad, actually, the... I didn't put all this together, actually, so Josiah, thank you. And, And hated, like, I didn't actually put together the... I, don't, I guess I just didn't understand what happened in the last case. You always case. call me hated. You always oh. call me hated, but it's fate. <laughs> fate? Okay, yeah. sorry. Um, but yeah, like fate, like I, I actually didn't put all that together because I was actually thinking it was more like, I don't know, like a little mushroom, like just basically just like you didn't intend it, but this mushroom kind of was just like this plague and you kind of brought it out. But it actually, what you're saying is like, Probably it was a little more planned that whoever it was the druid, right, or like a different version of the druid or the doppelganger of the druid, whatever, was kind of actually wanting you to go spread this outside of P's domain, and then no one really noticed because we left. I wonder if that's what Pew was like. Oh, don't leave. Just stay here. Don't don't worry about it. Well, yeah, it's interesting to think. I mean, it was it was the druid. Um, what what I consider the original in the primordial lands, right? Who gave us a strange mushroom and told us to give it to his doppelganger who was outside um, in the Southern Plains. But, you know, it, it may be within the, the primordial lands, right? That the function of the, the, the fungi is to reanimate the corpses. That's what creates the doppelgangers. But outside of that realm, what it just does is, I mean, it, I guess it turns them butt ugly, right? Is there any Yo, way to... That is crazy, Josiah. That is a good... That is a great hypothesis because, you know, the infe- the infection of 
the sh- mushrooms inside of the primordial lands would make a lot of sense in the doppelganger. No, but it could also make sense in like the beast creation too. Depends. Maybe it depends on what kind of soul you have. Sure, sure. Does anyone know how, like what percentage of the collection is infected? Like, do we have those numbers? I know people must have spread maybe almost 200. Whoa, that many? I know we have a we we passed out super spreader rolls to um, Mr. Chivio, <laughs> who spread maybe about forty five, and I think Tali spread forty as well. So them two together Whoa. is almost one hundred. I, I you know what's funny is like I am a clear, clearly based on my burn record, I'm like a big number person. I'm just like oh, I want to have the big number. I didn't even I'm like at like ten or something on spreading. Maybe I need to get spreading. Damn. I think uh, Brennan holds the record for most targeted infections. Obviously, the Dawnlands are in shambles, uh, thanks to him. <laughs> he killed all of Prince Sam Doe's family. Hamdo, <laughs> we missed you. We'll 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 cure you the second you come back. We miss you, Hamdo. That's the thing, no. right? No, we're not. We're gonna prevent his curing. He's gone. Yo, the, so that's uh, what I, I was going to... Oh, sorry. Just sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. So what I was going to say was that it's, like, interesting that we've avoided this quest, delivering the mushroom to the southern druid. We've we based... And I know Kid King would agree with me on this, but we avoided all of this, like, this quest all the way until the very end. This was literally like the last quest that we had from the initial set of quests. So we've been everywhere from the swamp lands of the treaty and, you know, initiating the ritual of the uh, lost pilgrim. We've been to the Turlow mountains. We've done everything except this. Why? Like, it's so weird that we waited until the, like this point in time, to do this spread and this spread is kind of you know interacting with the contracts in like ways that i don't know i didn't imagine it back then could be done it was very intentional right because there was an agenda going on to kind of push it back until the bull market came back you know people have that initiative but i agree with you i think uh i you know i didn't get to fanboy about it last week but i it's kind of fun to see how all our speculations, you know, come to fruition. And I think this is definitely an outcome that we had talked about even beforehand. But, you know, even look at looking at the infection art, you know, how the artist drew different stages. And there, there are still ways in which they interact with different alignments or maybe another trait that we still don't know about. There was someone... Um, in the in the library he's a relatively new person and it's interesting i just found out talking to him a few nights ago that he actually is a graphic designer for lego he like designs the minifigure torsos but he's uh he's been buying infected wag dye and he's experimenting he's trying to figure out what aligns with what right so he was highlighting how there was one type of background that wasn't infected yet and he's trying to suss all that stuff out so that's pretty cool um, wasn't expecting that level of uh, variation in the different aesthetic traits. Um, so all that is really great work by the devs. 
Can you still sear Wagda after they've been infected? Interesting. Hey, the um, well, maybe Brennan, you would know more about this, but it seems like the infection traits supersede the seared ones, right? So yeah. I'd imagine. Yeah, exactly. So if it, your your seared gets ripped and everything goes back to your normal wag dye, and then it applies the infection trait. But what if you sear after the infection? Um, no. All right. So if you try to sear infected, it will stay infected. You will sear it, but you won't see any of the sear changes until you become immune or until you become um, healed or well, cured. They're, they're, so the whole reason I was bringing up this, because I have a character that's a descendant from Logan, and I think it's time that I bring my scient- <laughs> scientist a, uh, you know, experience from the COVID days into Wagdai. But uh he was actually given to me by her song, so shout out to her songs. But I don't know. You know, I've always been interested in alchemy, so maybe maybe it's time to LARP. No, that, that, yeah, I'm just saying if you, you can go through them, it doesn't stop you, but the priority in terms of how the data gets or the image data gets shown is infection first. Infection seared and then regular. So you you won't see your your seared seared traits. Well, then it's time for a Faustian bargain or deal or whatever. <laughs> uh, Merlin, you know, how does it feel to be immune to this plague that's sweeping the Forsaken Lands? You getting FOMA? Um, Fungi FOMA? Yeah. I took a break, came back. No one infected my wag die. Felt a bit lonely. Um, but, you know, I'm just uh, watching from the outside in. It's being a sad so can their health become infected? And just like not show the metadata, or I don't know. Like can wait, like for the was... like for the seventeen, can their health be infected? But uh, but then fucking... I don't. I'd actually, de- I actually don't. Like, no meta change. Tried to infect. Uh, King Offing tried to infect Yuria like that very night, and he just wasn't able to do really do anything. I'm not sure if like. Uh, I don't think the health decreased because I kept chain like checking on um, open. Yeah, they're probably oh, just completely not. barred. I was just curious if anybody knew. Wait, what happened to um, she who smiles? I feel like Prince did something and it actually changed the metadata. It did because they forgot to block the new token when they updated the contract back to she who smiles. Because remember, it was just the normal token. And that got infected, yeah. and then they had to revert it back. <laughs> Man, that looks so crazy. Uh, I feel like I could just burn her she who smiles right now and just make them <laughs> reaffirm no, another don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> She died. She just died from the plague. You can't, just because you cover up your mushrooms doesn't mean you have a bunch of mushrooms under you, right? Oh, my God. Yeah, I think the the keepers retweeted or they, they tweeted out that uh that correction of her uh her metadata, right? Um, by the way, shout out to Violet. Um, and I, I see her or them in the space. Um, thank you for that because I was on my way moving to LA and I missed all the burn events, uh, for the swamp uh the De- swamps of the treaty. Um, and really selling that combo pack at, on OpenSea at the very end 
Um, thank you for that. Because I will be using it, uh, hopefully, for some of my own art that I now have time for. So thank you, Violet. Awesome. Fate shouting out Violet Nightvale. Um, let's talk about it's an it's an interesting time with this, right? Because, uh, you know, I think it, it coincides with the huge Goblin Town upset, right? About, you know, what, what they did with their collection and metadata. But what let's, you know, talking about the ethics and ownership, like, do you guys think that there will be a cure or remedy? Poof, what are your thoughts on this? Uh, I think there will. I think there will be a remedy. Um, or there could not be, honestly, um, just considering everything. But I feel like there will be a remedy. If not, just because, like, I, I feel like it'll become more interesting. Like, typically we haven't seen... We've seen like thoughtful ways of uh, changing characters and other things, but usually it has some kind of purpose. Um, so either I think there's a cure or maybe there is some like special thing that happens if you if you are infected. I don't know. Beyond just the metadata change. But, but sorry, I don't know if anyone's ever asked this question. Um, sorry to interrupt you, Poof. I don't know if you had more to say. No, that's it. Um, why is King dead though? Like, why? Why? That's <laughs> a good you question. Know, like, <laughs> like, wh why is he dead? Like, what, He's everybody old. else has survived. They're just kind of like spory, you know, freaks of nature now. But you know, um, that was one thing. Oh, oh no. Uh, and then the other one was, yeah, no, no, no. It was just basically that. I think there is a remedy. Um, but what was the thing you were saying about, uh, Goblin Tom? Well, I don't think he's dead. Um, he's infected and then, and then someone's going to burn him at the event. So the people oh. are actually going to kill him. Premature immolation. It's like, I mean, it's uh, about time. Yeah, I mean that's it's it's like what they did in India, right? If your husband dies before you as a wife, you you got to throw yourself on his burning pyre. But he's not dead. Is that is that is that thing? I've never heard. Yeah, it's it's a thing. I, mean, I gotta well, I gotta jump in. I think someone needs to call the coroner. Call the coroner. <laughs> but listen, you know, King is he's very stubborn. He's very headstrong, but he's also very old. Right. So I think most of the pilgrims don't die when they're infected, because if you relent to the symbiote symbiotic relationship with the fungi, like you're fine. OK, you can just live like a zombie. But I don't think that's King's way of doing things. So, you know, he's trying to fight back and it's taking a toll for the worse. I mean, maybe someone should spread spores to Congress too, but never mind. That's nice. that's a separate issue. Um, Let's send it to Congress. <laughs> there. Uh, no, but I guess um, besides not knowing, because the the space is the funeral, right? So that insinuates it the death, right? But I mean, like you know, mushrooms are in you know, the wild, there is a living mushroom that takes over, I, pr I believe it's called praying mantises. They're, they are praying mantises. 
Um, but the spores, in fact, the carcass of the mantis, and it reanimates the corpse, right, of the praying mantis. And so this does exist in nature. And I'm wondering if the guy collecting them is because he's trying to build like a zombie army of infected wagdai. Possible. Yeah, very possible. Logan could be a... I... I'm not really sure about the status of Logan. I'm not sure if he's zombified or if he's dead or if he's existing in the astral plane. But uh, I, I think what's clear is he has a role in the, you know, the advent of all of this. Um, I uh, just just before we end this topic, want to move on to other community characters. I something. I mean, I like doing this. I like speculating. Okay, so I'm going to speculate what's happening. Um, what's going to happen from a story angle okay so if you don't like that this is the time where you cover your ears or mute your device okay just a warning but what i'm anticipating okay that you know if you're following offlings larp videos you know that the most recent events prior to this had him exchanging his spot with a vagrant lookalike Right. It's it's uh, the bodyguard he hired at the tavern called Greg. OK. And, you know, obviously you never see Offling respond post-infection right in his videos. So what I'm thinking is the Offling that got targeted maliciously and got infected. The one who's is a body double. Yes. And that's the one who's going to be, you know, as Merlin so sickly proposed, burned alive on thursday night he's pulling a tupac or or an elvis exactly right if elvis elvis. was maliciously targeted with a fungus infection um and then you know so goodbye greg but then we're gonna see the special emergence of offling some other time now that gets interesting because who's the one who infected him then was it king himself king Come on, yeah, Merlin. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. so I mean, it, it, it kind of like opens up the character of King, right? Um, like, what is he willing to do? Like, what lengths would he go to 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 get what he like desires? In this situation, what does he desire? Exactly. That's what I was gonna ask. Freedom from the crown, possibly. Sure. Okay. I think it's um um I don't think it's an omniscient power but i think he is looking for a type of immortality um i think that's what drives king's character um and knowledge right the pursuit of knowledge but how are you ever gonna fulfill your need for the pursuit of knowledge if you can't live forever i think he just wants to go to mexico (laughs) yeah i i think uh I, I might uh, I think there's lots of credence to that. You know, last we saw he was with Julie in the tavern and Julian's off to the races. I think he's he's like betting on horses. So in Mexico. I think that makes a lot of sense, Marlon. Damn and he didn't even invite me. ¿Qué le pasa? Yo le iba a hablar español para él. And he didn't even bring me down there. And I could have spoken I could have hooked him up, but oh well. Well, I guess all will be revealed. Um this Thursday at 8 p.m. EST, okay? So, I don't know, stake at the stalwart. Maybe you get double infected. Maybe you get spared. No idea how that works. 
but uh, we're all looking forward to it, see what comes of it. Um, let's move on to uh, other community characters. So I think, you know, with the, uh, I don't, what is this, Wagdai season three? Um, this this story of the infection and spores, right? It's right material for people to be LARPing. And that's really what we saw. We got a lot of infection LARP. First one who did it, shout out to old King Arthur. He uh, LARPed about two farmers discovering a corpse. Or maybe not the corpse, right? Just the infected body. And uh, he got retweeted by the main account. So, you know, taking some initiative and putting out some cool art. Shout out to him. Um, we have this character who uh, Offling put out, Ortum of Chiyoda. Okay, but this is someone who uh, was under the the um, concord of the headless, right? And he decided to go infect people based on request. Because I don't know if you guys saw that, but I went ahead and entered a name. And that Wagdai wound up getting infected. This was Wagdai number 6252. And it was one of the uh, nameless devotees, which is the Red Hood ones. There are only seven of them. There's only seven, and he got hit pretty hard. Let me post that link in the library right now, actually. Um, JFels has one of them, and he, I, I think he got targeted by someone, too. Um, so he got hit. I tried to bet on it. I put a Weth offer. Well, it's expired now. I think of like 0.05 or something, but the guy never bit. Um Okay, and it looks like Roxer had a pretty interesting uh, infection recently as well. Wag died 2264. Okay, so we're, I mean, you know, the Grails are getting hit up. I don't know if anyone's mad about it. I would be pissed. But, Boob, you haven't been hit. Can you get hit? Because you're technically a bulb burner. I actually, I've actually already hit myself. Yeah, he snorted that shit. You actually can't see it on Twitter, which is actually kind of interesting. I thought, like, oh, maybe this is a way to get around the Twitter uh, thing. My my official ball burner PFP is actually a mushroom already. Really? Okay, hold on. Let me let me pull it. Yeah, up. go check it out. View profile photo. No, it's still the same. No, but look at it. Look at it on OpenSea. Okay, let's see. Token ID eight three nine. Eight nine three, eight nine three. You know the thumbnail. You're not infected, but yes, when I click it, you're. Let's yep. see what you got here. You got infected. It looks pretty cool, honestly. I like it. Like I might keep it. I don't know. I I, I can't really like. I feel like my branding is this mask and the thing, so I can't really change it on Twitter. But I, I like I like the infected look. It's more my vibe. It's interesting because we know that there are some mask traits that cover the infection, right? The, the infection trait goes underneath it. Um, it's not the case with the, I mean, I guess you, you know, you're infected and proud. So I guess that makes sense from a story perspective. Exactly. And also like, you know, I'm a bulb burner. So if I just need to go burn myself and start again, I can you know, do that if I need to. Cha-cha. Um, let's see other stuff, um, stuff from me put out two uh, interesting plague doctor characters 
and I, I've said this before about you know the the Wag Die collection, but it's like it's so rich. All all I do with with characters I create is I I like Frankenstein pre existing Wag Die traits. Um, so you know there's a trait in the collection, a masked one called the uh, the dark dark blade beak, dark beak blade. I'm gonna be saying that. Yep. Um, yeah, but it, it looks like a plague doctor's mask, right? And so I just I just uh, turned the nose to be more sharp and pointed and put out some fun characters so you might be uh hearing more for them as especially as you know community initiative tries to figure out um i mean you perform research on the trade alignments and and what happens with that so uh keep on the lookout for that i think that's everyone who larped an infection story um moving on to well, Faded, you you shout out Night Vale before, but we're uh, we're just going to give mention of her airdrop, which is the Banshee's Hut. Um, really cool piece. I think many of you, this was dropped maybe a week ago, um, but a lot of you guys had a lot of positive things to say about the art. Do any of you guys own it? I didn't have all three pieces to... Uh... Nobody here owns it. If you go to OpenSea and you type in through the Forsaken Lands, it should come up. Wait, sorry, just what did you say? I think I have one. There I I love it. It's totally my the bog witch energy. I love it. Overall, Violet's art is incredible, so it's been really fun to go. Wait, I wanted to go back to what? Sorry. Oh, sorry, Bruce. My bad. Go for it. Um, no, just I wanted to go back to what you were saying about um, like kind of goblin town and stuff. Um, <laughs> I just no, I want to like congratulate everybody here because like I think even though it's a small group of like different people, we as Wagged I have outlasted like you know like basically nft nyc and from last year you know and we were at the same we time period as goblin town and you know we played different mechanics but the same meta but yeah. having us develop so much in so little time or in in the same time that goblin town is basically now i mean i don't i don't want to speak bad about other projects but like you know like we've just stayed the same and we've improved on our community as a whole while they've kind of deteriorated a little bit. And I think that's really like important for us to acknowledge and be aware of is that like, even though we maybe aren't considered a success sometimes, like we are also here for each other and we also like try to innovate in the space. And that's really satisfactory to me. Like, that is one of the most, like, that is the reason why I say in this project, right? Is because everybody works to innovate together and create stories and create lore that we're passionate about. So uh, I really want to give a shout out to the Wagdai community in general because, you know, um, it, it, just shows, it just shows the ties that we have to each other. And they're not, like, run by... Josiah's money uh, hungry uh, schemes. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's so true. What a good little place to hang out. 
Yeah, it's a it's a great point, Faye. I, I don't know. It makes me think about like sustainability and longevity, right? I think even even if you compare it to yeah, some of its um, you know, the WAG D analogs, right? Like Sinners and Saints, or even like Dark Flex, like those things like pump and crash into oblivion, right? But I think over time, like what you're saying, WAG D has shown that there's there's more meat behind it. There's more intention, and there's definitely a a, a lot more effort. Not just by like, you know, the devs as much as even the community, right? The way that people have found a space that they can create fun products and, you know, design new ideas and initiatives. It, I'm, it's, you know, even to the point where we have Tulfix, right? Who's coming to the community as a, you know, survival line for one of the things that he created, right? His, uh, his, his um, online open world game. To see that other people are coming because of the world that Wagdai has established, I think is a huge part of why, you know, we're still going. Um, I, I think it recently passed like Moonbird's anniversary and, you know, that they're almost back to their mint price. Um, Wag, Waggies is coming up and I guess, you know, we're we, we almost have to get back to our mint price too of zero. But uh, we'll see. A lot of fun stuff brewing. Um, moving on with the, the focus on art, we have, uh, Brennan previewing some cool stuff from his, um, I think, let's see, it's his second issue of A Lost Pilgrim. So, uh, this is really fun. He has a, he has a, well, let me see if I can find it and pin it. Um, he has a character design of what looks to be like a gnomish wizard fishing. Here, Brennan, let me, uh, I'm, I'm inviting you up to talk about this guy because I, li- I, I like, uh, I like the cut of his jib. Hey, hey. Hey, I'm up here. <laughs> How's it going? Tell us more about this guy. What what can we expect? Don't want to say too much. Um, definitely give it a read. It'll be available for free to read. Um, so, yeah, I'm hoping you guys read it and let me know what you think um, about that character. And, like, um, yeah, I'm just really interested to see, like, what people think and, like, who they think it is, what they think it is. Well, Brendan, I don't like to be held up on cliffhangers, so I want a few issues of it to come out so that, like, I can at least read through it and, like, not be left with severe anxiety at the very end. That's the, that's the goal for the ending, too. Just a heads up. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing but, yeah, nonstop anxiety and horror slash fantasy adventure. Yeah, just true wag die stuff. Very cool. And I, I know Brennan, you know, we we highlighted this last time, but actually your wag die art got uh it got selected to be one of the uh, few images presented at NFT NYC, right? Which is going on this past week. 
were you there? What events did you attend? How was it for you? Uh, it was great. I only, um, I got to go to one event. It was a really great one uh, with Ghost Club artists and Mumbat, uh, Jason Naylor, um, Nate Bear, uh, aka Bear Brains. Uh, just a lot of real, like, homegrown NFT artists. So that was great. Um, I didn't get to see, like, where the artwork went up. The, it was a wagged eye piece. Could find it somewhere. I'll retweet it soon. But um, yeah, I'm really glad they chose that one because I was really happy with like the look of it, uh, like the character design, like moving along with the the manga into more of like a, something that could be adapted into animated like series. Uh, is something I'm definitely like leaning into, and they chose something that um, really shows that off. So. Yeah, and it, it by the way, it had the handle like it had the, has the Twitter handle for Wagdai like on the piece. I I don't know if they saw. Is that. it the Lost Pilgrim cover? The Lost Pilgrim. It's cover? got the logo on it, um, but it's not an actual yeah. cover. Well, that's it, it, that was, this is another thing I want to point out is I'm trying to get a Wagdai tattoo, so I'm trying to. Yo, yeah! Out, if like, you get the, <laughs> if you get the Lost Pilgrim, uh, tat like logo tattoo i definitely will draw something for you um just hit me I, up <laughs> i like the, i like the um the text right obviously the the old english text um and i love she who smiles but i also think the lost pilgrim is very symbolic of like all of us as a whole and begin again because like with the community i think that that would be a symbolic piece i don't know i don't know if any other people have input on wag tattoos or if they've thought about wag tattoos or would that be the that first? I think that would be the first Wagtai yeah. tattoo on record. How is that not? Yeah, happen, I know. Actually, <laughs> that's shocking. I that's I did not think about that at all. I'm not a tattoo person, so it won't be me. But that actually, <laughs> someone should do that. That's what you got me before, baby. <laughs> I think the question's like, what would you get tattooed? There's a lot of choices. She who smiles. I was thinking that, but I mean, that's kind of vanilla, right? I feel like she's she's overexposed. Well, also, I don't, <laughs> I don't think her art would really translate well to a tattoo, to be honest. The sixteen, the thirty-two bit art is that what the white guy is thirty-two bit, right, or sixty-four? Yeah, Pandora. Yeah, you can laugh all you want. Yeah, I I don't think you would. Uh, I don't think. You need to translate the style from pixel into, you know, something else. But the Lost Pilgrim art, on the other hand, is very translatable to a tattoo. Because, Brandon, is that, is, I mean, is it is it because you have a tattoo background or is it because you... I have a, a, an mean, illustration background. Yeah. I, I'm not really a tattooer, but I have five tattoos personally. Um, yeah, I, I guess it just stands, like, probably that really bold line that you're looking at and thinking of like being uh, like a tattoo, like line art and to work really well as a tattoo is like really thick graphic novel style. Um, and some, some manga. Yeah. I've worked with ink for like, this is all digital stuff, but I worked with ink for like, I don't know, like 15 years or something like that. So I'm pretty comfortable with Maybe, it. If you think about it, um, well, I always go by the, you know, uh, saying in tattoo culture, with which is bold will hold. Mm -hmm. Bold lines will hold over time. And, you know, as we all like, 
uh, are closer to our death, we, uh, and our skin starts to sag, the bold lines are the ones that hold the best and your tattoo will require less touch-ups over time. Um, so for those that you, uh, those that don't know, bold lines and traditional tattoos is uh, why, you know, they're considered essentially like the best tattoos over time. Because if you get some watercolor shit, and mine, yeah, yeah, <laughs> but, over time, yeah that's like facts all mine are are black ink and like pretty bold so i can tell i and i think like it comes from me like it, the the style of the line art in the manga like i used to be a total poser like skater wannabe kid and like love the the decks and the artwork and everything and like early on that was like a really solid introduction to that like graphic art kind of like thick um, like reproducible uh, artwork, so yeah, that I could I could see why Lost Pilgrim, um, like the artwork would lend better to a tattoo. And now, would you be willing uh, for a commission? Open for a commission? yeah, for sure. Yeah, especially if it's right, cool. the first wag die tattoo. I think that's pretty epic. All right, cool. Awesome. Well, there you have it. Um, let's see, let's move on to Conclave Talk, okay, so You Will Not Survive had a massive update in a thread by Beef. Um, here he highlighted new changes like status effects, a dialogue system, which I thought was pretty cool. You know, for example, they uh, referenced the, um, the swindler, it seemed like. I mean, he said scam, so close enough, right? They talk about tutorials and the polarity system. Um, enemy spawns and wave loops and uh, I mean all in all it seems pretty cool um, you guys have any thoughts on this let me find the tweet Josiah would you mind explaining the polarity system because I didn't understand that anybody else <laughs> I, I am the wrong person to ask um, let's, Poof or, or uh, Brennan oh, I can speak to this okay. it's, it's my favorite topic of schmups uh so if you know shmups, it's like, you know, the game where, like, it's a top-down 2D thing and you're shooting bullets out of, like, a spaceship, like Dalga or whatever. That's a shmup. Ikaruga, if you've never played it, is, like, this very famous shmup game that uh, has, like, this polarity system where essentially instead of just trying to dodge bullets and do different maneuvers you there are certain enemies that are like black and there are certain enemies that are white and you're trying to go use the right type of attack against each one um as well as use uh like you might be immune to the white bullets if you're in the white mode or whatever um so you can kind of use that to your advantage um and then Shmups are all about like creating like these insane mazes of bullets and weird sequences and stuff to go deal with. So it became like this really iconic example of innovating in that category, which normally is not basic. Um, and there's actually a rich tapestry of games there, but um, it's a very famous one. So they're going to have like a polarity system that works somewhat similarly, which is like the uh, Mother Agora versus Serpent polarity. Um, but it's like a little bit different because it's not a shmup. Um, but it's also, if anyone's played Vampire Survivor, right, which is kind of like a 
new created almost its own genre. Um, it's kind of a version of that, but I, it seems like they're going more in the direction of having like fixed stages. So if you think about like, um, I don't know, Devil May Cry also does a good example of this where like, you know, after you finish a stage, there's like a scoring system and you get like an A or an AA or whatever. Like, I think they're going to have a bit of that too, which is a little different, um, which I like. So, so when, it's cool. When, do, when is the beta version or is playable for us? I don't know. I think they're going to try to do it somewhat soon. I don't know. I haven't seen. Is it going to be token gated for us, for Wagdai holders? And can we import our Wagdai into it? Or... Uh, I don't know. I think the the end goal is to be actually not an NFT thing, right? Because it's just supposed to be like on Steam in the end. But I think like I am not sure the early access. I think the intent is like maybe that part is token gated. I think you can. I don't know if there's like a Wagdai maker in it. That would be actually that's probably something to add. I think that's super cool. Now. <clears throat> Um, and I don't know uh, who knows this question, but like, let's say we receive a version of the game, um, and there's certain uh, revisions that we want to make. Um, how is that uh, part of the Conclave contract? Is like, do we obviously we don't have a limited like number of revisions, right? But I was just wondering, like, if we want something a feature added, um, do would we have to pay for that feature, or how would that work? Uh, I think if you wanted to add more, we'd have to go figure out funding. But I think, like, kind of the base is pretty clear. Like, they kind of have, let's call it, creative control over it. But I think they're open to feedback. So I think we could just ask Beef once it's ready on, like, what makes sense or not. I think the only thing that they're firm on, which I think is actually right, because there's a lot of conversations, like, whenever it comes out, having it actually be a just game that goes out in the world. It's not like an NFT. We actually almost, you almost try to minimize the NFT component, which I think is actually a really good thought in my opinion. Um, but yeah. Yeah. And obviously, you know, judging from everything we're seeing, like it has the merit to stand on its own, right? Outside like the web three world. That's good. I think, you know, we're, we're going now for more sustainability and exposure. So all good stuff. You know, shout out to Rolling Arama. I see you there um, in, in, the, uh, in the chat. So um, I, uh, I invited Boof, uh, Beef to come up and <laughs> Boof, um, to speak tonight, but uh, he's busy. But I think next week he's going to try to make it. So if you guys have any questions queued up, I think uh, that'll be a good time. Okay. We should try to get into E3. Um, yeah. Uh, ambitious, but uh, we'll see. <laughs> well, you know, you're it's, clo- it's closed, right? Isn't it? Canceled? We can make our own E3. <laughs> it's over, unfortunately. <laughs> Other, uh, let's see, Conclave Talk. We got a proposal going live. Uh, funding for this show which all of you are a part of right now. So thanks guys for coming up and being a part of this. But, you know, personally, I enjoy that aspect the most, like when it really becomes like a community spaces. Um, so go ahead to uh, decide.fateofwagdie.com 
and I think you can cast your vote there. Um, and, uh, you know, I think that's our show. We have some community highlights that we want to end on. Let's, let's see. The first one. Oh, it's a fun one. The Wag Die infection season was highlighted in NFT news and featured on Daylight.xyz. Shout out to Don't Feed the Wolf for bringing that into the uh, the Discord in the library. But it is kind of cool to see that. I don't know where they're getting this news. I don't know if someone's putting it on the radar or they're getting a ping. Or Well, no, it's, it's, it's very similar to how we routinely get selected for the most engagement out of any community in between us like uh regularly i've I've tweeted about this before and they're saying wagdai has the highest community in terms of accounts i guess that are made and interact between each other i think that's the measure that they're going off of uh which is kind of mind-boggling to me because like you know some of the bigger projects may probably don't have as much inner interpersonal community as us but interesting it seems yeah i love I that that's... i love data stuff i'll have to go check it out i haven't seen that i'll have to go I've somehow i'll send you the tweets when i can find it yeah, yeah yeah next time you see it just shoot it over i'm super curious yeah. that's uh <laughs> i'm not gonna name them but um there's a project that minted recently, which I mean, I, I like the art. It was kind of generic and it was, you know, maybe vanilla in terms of pixel, but I liked it. And, you know, I, I was popping into the discord and I was just telling them for like two days after mint, like what you guys have here, this isn't a community. It's just a bunch of floor watchers, right? It's like, you got to wait two months for your community to, to bloom from whatever you have now, right? When all those people leave, when you cull all those, you know, bag holders out and you see what you're left with. And you know, that that's your real community. But you gotta you gotta wait until that point, right? Because everyone else here is just like it, it's you're just talking about the floor price and sweeping for like the next thirty six hours, which is like terrible. Um, or pseudo alpha calls. Yeah, I I mean, isn't that interesting, though? We've kind of devolved into that, I think, as time went on. You know, we were able to push it back for the first, like, almost year, right? The first 10 months. And finally, uh, we, we succumbed to it. But that's the way the space goes, you know? You're growing. No, no, cool. I decided, but the way we did it was way different. Like, we finally were just like, hey, we're kind of making money off this. And maybe y'all should, too. But it wasn't like, uh, oh, like, I know what's hot, like, pumping next. And, like, you were like, dude, I've already heard this information, like, three weeks ago. You know, Wacked I mean, eye alpha. <laughs> <laughs> hey, have you been in there? We're pop- No, we're not popping. Not really. Um, everyone FOMO into Pepe coin. Um, dude, my transaction stuck because of gas. All right. We're not going to talk about that. Let's see. We have a... Community highlight shout out to uh, Hated by Fate. Offling wants to shout you out for stepping up last week when he was soloing the show. So uh, thanks Wait, for I doing got a that. Shout out for real? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just now, man. <laughs> I never been shout out. I understand. Um, okay, well, thank you. Appreciate it. Really appreciate it. I've just been really busy. Sorry, I was like moving to LA from San Francisco after 12 years and like. Uh, I don't know if I've told a lot of people this. Uh, I, I did uh, confide in Josiah, but I did go get uh, treatment for uh, anxiety and depression. 
um, because those have definitely, uh, you know, uh, played a recent part in my life uh, that destabilized my life. And uh, for better or worse, you know, like I did get fired from being a, a biotech scientist at Verily, but at the same time, I now have time to really invest in Web3 the way that I want to and opportunities have been popping up left and right. Um, it just kind of felt like the serendipitous moment, but at the same time, you know, uh, it was something that I think I needed. Um, it might have, like, explained a lot of my erratic behavior <laughs> sometimes, but um, it was all because I was dealing with certain life uh, circumstances that, you know, uh, aren't normal by any means, I should say. Um, doesn't excuse, you know, my behavior or anything, but... I just wanted to, you know, be accountable for that. Thank you all for being with me uh, during that time. Because um, it's like, no, it's not like anyone ever turned their back on me, right? Um, but I really appreciate that. And like Web3 has helped me. And Wagdai especially has helped me. Even though like it, it, the morbidity of it, it's helped me like, you know, deal with everyday life circumstances. And so I really want to be thankful for that. I'm you know, I went to NFTA NYC on a whim, but I'm like stable in Los Angeles, and that's where I can, you know, uh, continue my uh, shift in careers to DSI and creative directing, which is what I am passionate about. So y'all might see a black skull love you, man. Collab. Love you, man. That's that that is awesome, too. By the way, so thank you for sharing. We're we're all rooting for you. You know, you're uh, you're obviously Wagdai OG, and uh, you know you've been here from the beginning. And you know, d- despite I don't know the volatility of what you're saying, I, I think everyone doesn't question your commitment and uh, your passion and your value. So thanks thanks for being part of this community. And uh, you know, we we uh, hope to keep updated on your uh, your treatment. Hoping for the best. I, I don't always have like a set job in Wagdai, but whenever somebody needs to step into something, I'll try to step in the best that I can. So, you know, you know, sometimes that's all you can do. And that's good. Exactly. By the way, I'm not the leader of the Dark Blade Guild. <laughs> Lone, cow- Lone Cowboys. Lone Cowboys. Lone All right. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was so funny though because we were like having some interpersonal beef, but was, you know we love each other now, so like it's you know it's all good work. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I hope it hope it turns out well. Um, okay. Well, everyone, that's our show. We'll end with that. Um, Wagdai is a Web three based project that utilizes theatrical storytelling with blockchain mechanics and fantasy role-playing to create an immersive adventure experience. Thank you so much for joining us, and uh, we'll see you on Thursday for the funeral. Shout out to uh, Violet's Art. Goodbye, traveler. May your journey bode you well.